Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. Okay. Let's party. Welcome to the Cinema Swamp. It is our very special Oscars episode where we reflect on the 2019 Oscars. We discuss the different categories, what won, what should have won, and what should have been nominated. Join the Cinema Swamp as we delve into the most important award show on the planet that decides everything for sure. Welcome to the... Wait, are we recording actually? Oh, we are. Alright, yeah, uh, the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. I am Justin, and uh, to my right is... Zach! <laughs> are you measuring the distance between your hands right there? No, left <laughs> makes an L. And to his right... <laughs> I feel like that was a slight dig at me because I have to do that constantly <laughs> and unironically. I just can't take Zach's face seriously right now. He's got his hood up, but he has his ears tucked out of the hood in a way that, I don't know, he looks like a monkey. Anyways, I'm Chloe. No one will ever believe you. That's true. It's <laughs> the beauty of podcasting. Have you ever seen that vine with the little blonde kid who has his hood up and his ears tucked out to the Snoop Dogg song? That's what he's doing. Mm. I haven't seen him. When Vine you died, I that. died also. So. There's Vine compilations on YouTube. Yeah. I don't You're have like, that this kind is of time. Vine episode. <laughs> Watch movies. I don't have time for Vine <laughs> compilations. Um, I'm Hunter. No one said to my right, so I just had to jump in. Two to my left. <laughs> to is... Justin's left. <laughs> Two to my left. <laughs> <clears throat> Today's an awesome Tuesday night, and two well, days ago we had the Oscars, right? D- depends. It depends when they're listening to the episode, yeah. but yeah, that is about what's going on. One of the first Oscars in a long time where they haven't had a host. Three in decades. Whole... It's been three decades, according to Zach. He was dropping tidbits all day long. I looked it up. Are you dropping those tidbits all night? Look at you dropping them titty bits. It was weird. Um, but a uh, host list show, which, uh, I don't know, it seemed like the world was going to implode because they weren't having a host, but I think it turned out alright, so uh, what's everyone complaining about? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. You guys watched the show, right? Mm-hmm. Were you impressed? Did you see the opening with... Uh, we did not. We missed we like, trying, the first we 15 minutes. stream it. And we couldn't get for it. We missed like the first <laughs> twenty minutes. Yeah, same though. I, I missed the first twenty minutes. Actually, I had to rewatch it at home uh, on my laptop. But mm. I, uh, the opening uh, segment was Queen. Queen was playing with Adam Lambert, so that was pretty awesome. They oh. holograms? Uh, they no, they they are very much alive. So There's a lot of them alive. Uh, yeah, some of Freddie, them. Are alive. Oh, was he? Was Adam Lambert? Was was Adam Lambert like? He was Freddie Mercury because he's been. You know he sings for Queen now. (laughs) He 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 does actually though legitly like he goes on concert with them and that's what they do yeah he like he is like the main replacement for Freddie Mercury. Uh, I always wondered what happened to him. He does not right job. American Idol can get you places. He got he didn't win a stint on a. I thought he won. You know he he's basically the equivalent of a cover band in a way because he's not the actual singer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean I don't I don't listen to a lot of. Wait, are we thinking... Adam Lambert. 
Are you thinking of Adam Levine? Yep. I'm like, I'm trying Bowl. to think of him singing I for, would not want <laughs> for Queen, and I was like, I don't know if that would be good at all. No, Adam Lambert. What song? I'm not good with Adam Lambert. Yeah. Pop. Is he pop? Yeah. Yes. What's like a song he sings that's like a big deal? Uh, do you remember Ghost Town? Mm, no. Or how about... I can only think of a parody. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't know that. Ghost Town. That's that's how it went. <laughs> oh, really? No. I've never seen that person you, before in my entire have... life. Wait, that cover art? Are you showing them that cover art? No. No, it's no. Adam Lambert guy. He has like not, a... You haven't seen him? Him? Oh, uh, uh, it looks a little bit like Joe the, Jonas. The, the one, the one song that's like, "What do you want from me?" No. Yeah. What do you want Wait, that was him. Me? Does he sing Titanium? No, that's, that's a girl. That's a girl. <laughs> no, it is. Yes, it wow. is. idiots. This is a great show. <laughs> what about that? Was one of his earlier pictures? No. 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 Anyway, it looks like a, we a could talk about Panic at the Disco the like bass player. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess I could see that. Oh, what, that was like his. She doesn't audition. know who he is. Oh my god, that's the Smosh guy. <laughs> okay, I could, oh, yeah. I could see that actually. That's a good point. I could actually. Come on, see that. Uh, that is more. Kevin Jonas, the least. <laughs> Let's just keep giving you references to things that are nothing uh, related. That guy, just kidding. The Einstein, <laughs> or a 17th century composer. I don't know which. What did you think of the show, though? Oh, yeah, that's right. I mean, besides the opening that you missed, I mean. What did you think of the show? I liked it. I liked it. It felt very streamlined. I liked that they didn't have a host. I think they should keep it that way because I liked how streamlined it was. Some might think it's boring without a host coming in and popping in and do the segments here and there. They're funny. But I also mm-hmm. feel like a majority of people hate that stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. So I don't... I just... I was surprised by the couple of complaints that I saw online about it being boring. But I was like, it seemed way better though. Like, they're just mm-hmm. up there presenting the awards. You have... Some comedians once in a while, you don't have these pointless tributes or segments. You're like, no, you're doing the awards, you're performing the songs from the movies this year, get the show over with, and just present mm-hmm. the awards. Like, I, I like it done that way. Yeah, it seemed like no one really wanted to be there. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like everybody thought this is a colossal waste of time. Uh, but yeah, we can go into some of the categories that won. I mean, obviously the one everybody wants to talk about is the fact that uh, animation... Best animated so, film of the be, year. Before we go into that, how have you been watching the Oscars? Like, how long have you been watching the Oscars? I think since, since Sunday. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and they're still going. That's how long the show is. No, I've been watching since uh, probably I think two thousand five. Wow. I think I know, or something like that. Because I remember the year that uh, Crash lost, or no, Crash won to uh, Brokeback Mountain, and that was a big, like, what? A big, you know, shocking moment. And it's weird, now we've capped it off with Green Book winning this many years later, and it's kind of the same uh, shock that's going on right now, saying, what? Why would that win? This, I- is, this is my first Oscar. It's the first I, time I've seen I watched, it? Yeah, because I never cared. Yeah. <laughs> Like I still kind of don't care. Did you get <laughs> did you did you get into the show at all, or did, for the most part, did you think uh, this is just a couple more? It, de- it depended on the category. Like, so you didn't care that much about the uh, best documentary short subject. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's always those categories, which I think it's more the fact that I haven't seen any of the 
uh, nominees that I don't get into it, but even then, I don't know, I, I am more into narrative features and, you know, my least favorites are usually probably documentaries mm -hmm. and short films, so having a category for both of those, I don't know. Mm -hmm. I need to get more into them. There's less categories than I remembered for some reason. Do they cut some out? No, there's... If anything, it, they would have added some in probably, but I didn't... I felt like there were less categories for some reason. It just uh, felt... It felt short to me for some reason. It, was, it felt rushed. Yeah. It feels Which weird every year yeah, like it that. It's like there's only 24 categories, but it does mm -hmm. always feel like, wow, you think there'd be more for such a big yeah. show. It's... Yeah, that's... It's, always, it's been 24 for a long time. Huh. And I... Like, after every commercial break, I would forget the last category that just happened. <laughs> All of us would, yeah. Because I was, I was live texting Natalie the whole time, because she was, like, she was supposed to come and watch the Oscars with us, and then because of the weather, she got, like, I don't know, stuck down in the cities, mm -hmm. and she couldn't watch the Oscars, and she watched it every year, so I was live texting her every win, and then, like, like the, the performances in between and stuff, and I would... Basically, I was I didn't know who just won, and so because I was texting, and then I'd have to ask you guys who just won for what, <laughs> and then I'd be texting, and then I'd miss the next one. So, but this is probably my fourth year in a row watching, and because I never had watched it before, and then um, with this girl that I dated, she was really into it and would do the whole voting ballot thing, um, but I had never watched like all the nominees. And so we would just do, like, the dress-up thing. We'd dress up and then make, like, food from, like, a movie that was out that year and stuff. And then since then, I've, like, tried a lot harder to watch every movie that was featured since then. But I got kind of close this year. Not as close as Justin did. But it sucks when, like, you know, something like, <clears throat> I thought, like, Hereditary might get, like, nominated or something. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, on Amazon Prime to watch. But the stuff that is like, like Green Book like after I knew that was going to be a nominee because I didn't see it in the theater there's nowhere to stream it it's not in Redbox yet so it's kind of like impossible for me to catch up on it before but yeah it's kind of mm -hmm. a lot or of advice this, yeah. this year I would say that the nominees overall uh, were quite bigger movies than they've been in the past because Stars Born, Vice, Black Panther, and Bohemian Rhapsody all got pretty wide releases. The only ones I saw at the Art House Theater was Black Klansman and The Favorite. Mm -hmm. Roma's on Netflix, so anybody can watch that, mm -hmm. really. And I, I, I wouldn't recommend it, really, because my mom watched it. <laughs> Even though I told her, I'm like, you're going to be bored, and what do you know, she was bored. Oh, for Roma? Yeah. <laughs> And uh, but I, this year I was surprised by just how many of the movies were pretty big and got mm -hmm. pretty wide releases. Um, but yeah, I mean it's kind of hard to just see everything. Uh, I probably saw more of everything than ever before, especially in the uh, acting categories, even because mm -hmm. there's always a few in there that I skip because it's just so many of them only get the one nomination. It's for yeah. an actor. And uh, this year, I, I did pretty good. I think the only one I missed was The Wife. With Glenn Close, The Wife. I thought the title sounded so boring, I skipped mm -hmm. it. <laughs> the trailer didn't look that entertaining. Yeah, so it's like, I'll, I'll watch it eventually, someday, in the way distant future. Mm -hmm. Come on, let's get into the categories. 
We gotta talk about these categories. You know, I actually, I, I will start off with animated feature just because those movies, we, we, we kind of saw them all. Well, you didn't see The Incredibles 2, did you? I did. Oh, yeah. you did? Okay, so I, did you think <laughs> Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse should have beat The Incredibles 2? Absolutely. Yes. 100%. I guess most people agree on that. That was one of my favorite movies <laughs> of the year. I, I still don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, I, both of them were in my top ten, but both of them I, I still kind of... I, I, I toy with. I wonder which one I like more than the other. Incredibles 2 has my heart, but Spider-Man oh, yeah. into mm-hmm. Spider-Verse has Is it the movie else. you were judging, or the animation? Is it the well, movie? I mean, if we're talking about the animation, I mean, Spider-Man, Spider-Man no, was, dumb part. Yeah. Is, is gonna change the industry. <laughs> but, like, animated in general, like, that's the category. Just if, like, any... Well, if it's just a good movie. Yeah. Okay, best picture, they're all different Yeah, because I didn't like Incredibles 2. You didn't? I didn't no, like it. Either. I didn't like it like I at liked all. It. I much. just thought it was kind of like it didn't do anything. Yeah. It's like everybody was so high and I was excited for it at first cuz I was like it's been so long since we've had this movie and Incredibles is a great movie. Mm-hmm. And then we had this sequel and it just kind of flopped. Like they didn't uh, really put agree. much <laughs> into it, I don't think. Yeah. They did, but like, for me, like the first one it the first one kills. It's so good, but mm-hmm. it's good because not only like the movie takes you to like you know six different unique locations and different type of like you know environments mm-hmm. in the movie. It makes you feel like you're you've you know and I don't know the Incredibles is just unique. But what's also great about the Incredibles, other than the story, which is part of the story, is that each character gets such a deep dive you know every single person in the family gets like a ton of story Mm -hmm. and incredibles 2 like it's only the parents yeah you know Mm -hmm. like jack jack gets like a really cool like five minute scene and then but dash got absolutely nothing it was only about like i can't do my homework and that's it that's it all he gets Uh, and like i was pretty pissed i agree with that same thing with violet like just super short nothing important about their characters and like i hear i hear that like the Incredibles is like the best Fantastic Four movie because it kind of is. Oh, the like, first one? Yeah, the first Incredibles. <laughs> yeah. uh, because Fantastic Four is more about the family dynamic in general and like their relationship and mm-hmm. the, yeah, just the dynamics between <clears throat> each of them. And I guess, yeah, the second one didn't really have that as much. Mm-hmm. Like, you have a lot of. If they would have just called it Mrs. Incredible, <laughs> then I probably would have liked the movie more. But they kind of set up some expectations that they would do with it the, the, the first one. So, mm-hmm. and but. especially with such a gap between the two movies, I mm-hmm. was hoping for a lot more. Mm-hmm. It was predictable. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was just me, but I guess that was I was a little like disappointed the first night. But I don't know. I the more I've seen it, the more I do enjoy it, and mm-hmm. I I do just like the. I don't. I don't like that it doesn't try to top the first movie, yeah. but I can mm-hmm. see like why people were a little bit let down. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of impossible not to be let down after so many years, and it's like they're obviously it's not like trying the to same do it. trope. Kind mm-hmm. of, it's it's just it. It was sort of the same thing again with the oh, there's a villain and mm-hmm. they they have family issues. Like I mm-hmm. I don't know. I can kind of see why people have... Yeah, if you're comparing it to the first one, for sure, it's not good. I, I mean, I, I still enjoyed it, though. As a Pixar movie in general, it was good. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse was probably the more impactful just oh, for mm-hmm. comic book readers and mm-hmm. for film-goers. People Comedy who love Spider-Man and animation. Mm-hmm. It just kind of had everything. It was inspirational. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, 
every podcast I listen to or the, the majority of people I've talked to, like, they all said that, you know, for having, like, seven Spider-Man films out. Is that seven? Are we up to seven? Yeah. That, that, Plus more with the the little cameos of Spider-Man in other movies. But, he's like... just everywhere. With this one being, like, the whatever, you know, 50th. just Spider-Man movie, like... I haven't, like, people haven't walked out of the theater, like, thinking that anyone could be Spider-Man in, like, a while, you know? Yeah. Like, because it's not just because it's not Peter Parker, but because there's so many different Spider-Man figures who are so different, and, like, mm-hmm. people are like, dang, I could be Spider-Man. I, I yeah, could be I Spider-Man someday. I haven't felt that way about a Spider-Man movie since, like, the Sam Raimi Spider-Man when I was, like, a kid. Mm-hmm. And, like, I got that same feeling watching this movie. Mm-hmm. It was It was really cool. I... I gave it five stars on Letterboxd because I loved it so much. Yeah, I, I know. I probably gave it four at least. I mean, I, I'm still the guy who probably, well, I don't know. Maybe it's not. Maybe Spider-Man Homecoming isn't as good as it. And But I, I've liked all the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, so they're all. You're all amazing amazing. Spider-Man too? No, nah, we won't talk about that. <laughs> we, can, we can move I, on. I don't like uh, either. Uh, I would well, like let's to, talk about the animation. Uh, well, I, well, if you want to talk about the animation, it's just the fact that it, they had to create a computer, a different computer entirely, to oh, uh, do the animation. Yeah, wasn't it for Spider Man or for Incredible Story? For Spider Man, oh. like for I watched a video on it. It was like different frame rate or something that it like it stood on. What am I trying to say? You're trying to say like each the... each frame was like longer, I guess. Like it was Probably. more still or like more yeah. sharper. I, I can kind of see what you're saying because it kind of gave it a more comic booky feel. Yeah, a little bit jittery at times, but mm-hmm. like that was I don't know that was the point. I can't really explain what the animation style is like, but it is like watching a comic book sketch mm-hmm. actually happen yeah. in front mm-hmm. of you. Yeah, that's what it's yeah. like. But it, but also like the actual animation looked textured, even though it was like mixtures of like two-dimensional three-dimensional mm-hmm. like everything had a cool textured look to it well, while that, maintaining comic book well, that's looking, what's cool because know? like the characters were in like a three-dimensional design and then like the backgrounds were all like dot mm-hmm. shading and like mm-hmm. all the comic classic comic book yeah kind of feel and it was it made it pop it felt like for some reason when i was watching it, it felt like watching little bill <laughs> I can't remember Little Bill. Yeah. I was like, the animation style. Why is this so good? <laughs> and why does it remind me of Little Bill? <laughs> but no, when when they were like uh, <clears throat> revealing who won, I was like tied between uh, Spider Verse and Isle of Dogs. I couldn't decide which one I wanted to win more, or which one I thought deserved it more. Probably Spider Verse deserved it more because it was so impressive. Mm-hmm. But I think. But you enjoyed Isle of the Dogs a lot more. No, I enjoyed Spider Verse, but I think I respect Isle of Dogs so much. Yeah, not just because it's Wes Anderson, but just because it's—I don't know—all kinds of full stop motion movies just impress me so much. Mm -hmm. The time and effort and creativity and like frustration that must go into stop motion movies. I still have to see Fantastic Mr. Fox. I haven't seen that yet either. It's good. If we want to talk about other superhero movies, though. <laughs> Bring it. Are we this going, is, are we going to the next category? This might be one of the last times we talk about Black Panther. Oh, I'm just going to no, go no. through these real quick. <laughs> but uh, Black Panther won Best Costume Design, mm-hmm. Best Production Design, and Best Original Score. And I, stand by that. Uh, uh, I, I kind of agree with th- three of them. 
I, I is all, that, is all three. three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because what, no. what I mean is that I fully agree that it should have won Best Costume Design mm-hmm. and Best Production Design, even though every every costume in that movie was great except his costume, which was obviously Well, just, that was CG, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I'm like, come on. I mean, I mean, it was real sometimes, but the production design, after especially after watching their little snippet they had, I was like, it, it really was... Good, and it was different from what was, other Marvel movies have done. It was such an immersive world. Yeah, and I mean, that's the thing. They had to, like, create that whole world and, you know, base it on pre-existing culture, but make it, like, a new culture also, which I, I thought they did a good job of. And then, uh, Best Original Score went to Black Panther as well, and that's where I was like, I I don't know, because... Who were they up against? Because they were up against... Black Clansmen. Like, yeah, Black Clansmen, um, and Mary Poppins Returns, Mary Poppins and Returns, Isle of yeah. Dogs, and... After they started playing a lot of those, I was like, you know, I, I really liked Black Klansman's score. Now mm-hmm. that I thought about it, I really like when they revealed when they when I saw it was nominee. It was it was between that one and Mary Poppins Returns, I think. But for me, did you watch Mary Poppins? <laughs> and Mary Poppins Returns, I was like, yeah, that was a really good score too. I mean, musicals always do. And Black Panther, the theme is good. the The theme and the theme they keep playing when they like show bits of the movie, like that theme is good. Is the rest of the score good? I'm like, I don't know. Marvel has always been bad at one thing, and that's making a good score and a good theme. Now here, they made a good theme, but did they really make a good Wait, score? what's I don't Black know. Panther's theme? And it's just like... Well, what about like when little... they revealed, like, when they flew into Wakanda, it was like... How did it go? I thought that was the theme. Is that the same thing? That's not I think, the, I think that's, like, like, I that's call, not Black Panther. I call that Black Panther theme because that's like the thing that's... Panther. That <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, besides that, it was kind of like how Wonder Woman was, where it had a really good theme, but the rest of the music was like, Ugh. I don't know. I, I didn't. I but I wanted to know what uh, Hunter thought of that, just because he was. Oh, with them winning everything? Yeah. <laughs> the costume design, like, I can see it. The only thing I thought really would have rivaled it would be the favorite which got nominated also for a costume design and like i don't know i really liked the favorite and with the costume design too so i was i guess like i was okay with either of them winning um for original score definitely not black panther i was banking on uh black Klansman or um mary poppins returns i could see isle of dogs i really liked it but isle of dogs fell into the same category as Black Panther for me, or it was very repetitive, and, like, there wasn't, an, like, there was a uniqueness to both of them, but not, like, they just were both too repetitive, and not the differences between each song or theme that they went between, like, wasn't unique enough to be rem- remembered. Not like Black Klansman was. Um, so, and then production, production design, um, Favorite the favorite was also nominated for production design, right? I believe so, yeah. That one I was leaning also on was a favorite over Black Panther, but Black Panther I can also see winning. So it wasn't like I disagreed with that one winning as much. The score was the one I was really like, no. Um, but I'm still pretty against it being nominated at all for Best Picture. So <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa! It didn't win, man. <laughs> I know, but it got nominated. Um, it's like have they seen other movies? Am I right? 
we're done. Black Panther, we're done forever. Never bringing it up again. Yeah, we'll see. Twenty. Well, yeah, we'll probably bring. It I up just every you guys bring it up. I, I just I sit here funny. and smile and wait for you guys <laughs> to fall into the trap. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody won a couple things, Ugh. and <laughs> I mean, I liked it, but I did too. But I'm not even close. What, everything it won, besides the one which was uh, Remy Malik as Freddie Mercury, which wait, to g- give him big props. He mm-hmm. beat out two people this year who did transformation um, roles, where they like did heavy makeup, where they actually got fat. Christian Bale and Dice. and and uh, Vigo Mortensen mm-hmm. in Green Book, both of which actually I don't know because Vigo's not actually that fat. He I got, didn't see Green yeah. Book. I saw pictures of him, and he didn't. I guess I didn't remember full body, but he's not like all skinny I, like I, I Hidalgo. Think he, I think so. he got bigger for the role. I'm pretty sure, but they also did some yeah. heavy makeup because he mm-hmm. doesn't look exactly like that. But Christian Bale alone, like yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I, I haven't well, seen Vice, but enough of the snippets I've seen like is enough win. for me to be like, okay, yeah, I, he's he, most of of Bohemian Rhapsody was lip syncing and mouthing words and voiceover. Which, by so. the way, did you see when they show in his pres- the clip? Uh, the clip. All yeah. it was was the scene where he's yeah. lip syncing, yeah. and it's and the only the- thing that's him is he goes <gasps> at the end. Is the only Rami Malek thing. Which, I, I was like, why didn't they pick the scene where he's like uh, at the very end of the movie? You know, right before he goes for Live Aid. I'm like, that was a really good scene. Mm-hmm. Or. Um, the scene where they're all. I guess he doesn't really have a specific moment, but when they're all kind of. Uh, rambling at his like birthday dinner, I was like, you could have had one of those scenes, but I guess he doesn't have a full monologue anywhere in the movie. That's yeah, good enough. A couple of like his drug scenes, like where he's like talking with his uh, that one guy who like was his trusted like confidant who like ended up screwing the him bad over. Guy of the movie, yeah. There's a few of them <laughs> scenes. I'm like, throw those guy. in. Like that's like what had me tearing up, you know. Um, I, but I I had Christian Bale picked until Remy Malek started winning everything, and I agree with him winning. But that clip was stupid. And it was also funny that the whole movie, I thought, actually was lip-synced really well. Mm-hmm. Except for that scene. Every time I saw it, and um, because it's so obvious that they're just using the vocals from the original song. Yep. And it sticks out so badly. Because yeah. you're like, he, he yep. wouldn't have sounded like that the first I noticed, time. I noticed that in the clip, and I haven't even seen the movie. But it's, I saw yeah. the clip, and I was like, so yeah. It's a good try, like, but it's like... You know, better than most people probably could. I feel like that scene would really uh, make the movie look worse than it is because that the lip syncing's actually done really well. But that mm-hmm. scene, I always thought I saw it twice, and both times I was like, "That's not that's Probably the worst lip syncing of the movie." That's the worst lip syncing of the movie, and that's the scene they use. I exactly. was like, "Really?" It's like whoever picked it. <laughs> Didn't want like knew he was winning and didn't want him to. They were like, like they disagreed that he was winning. Like I'm gonna find the worst scene in this movie, <laughs> and they did. You know I'm happy he won. I thought he did a good job. I, I'm mad that he won. I actually because <laughs> you, you didn't like it. I love Bohemian Rhapsody and I liked him as Freddie Mercury, but I just liked him. I I haven't seen Vice, but enough of what I've seen was enough to be like Christian Bale deserved to win. Like he, I don't know if he's ever won he an Oscar. Won. He probably has, but he, like, I think he has for the Machinist. I believe another yeah another role body where he transformation. Got, like, super skinny for that yeah. one. Yeah, so, so he also in definitely. those clips of ice, I really liked Bush. Like Sam Rockwell. <laughs> Rock- oh, yeah, another one. I was. I mean, I liked Marshall Ali, and I haven't seen Green Book. Um, but just from the scenes between both movies, I was like, dang, Sam Rockwell should have won Best Supporting Best Actor. Yeah, but we can, one more other thing I was gonna say. Um, and now I forgot. What was what were we talking about right before? Bohemian Rhapsody. Best. Best. Uh, maybe I forgot. 
Well, well, I mean, if it comes back to it, I'll say it. I was going to mention that Bohemian Rhapsody also won for three other categories, and all oh, of yeah. them I think are terrible. Editing. We, well, we can get to that because I was just going to say real quick: it won for sound editing and sound mixing, both of which. Sound editing, I don't think it should have won. I think it should have been The Quiet Place, mm-hmm. easily. That's were what I even, was thinking. I haven't seen it. It was nominated, and it didn't win. And I was like, I that movie relies on sound. That's the entire movie. Yeah. Like, yeah. come yeah. on. Uh, sound mixing, I, I kind of don't agree with to a point, because all it is is taking their songs that are already pre-recorded and pre-mixed, and mm-hmm. uh, you everything's already taken apart for you. Like, it's not... I feel like that's not... The whole movie was a music video. I'm not saying it's like easy, but mm-hmm. I feel like it's easier than what you have to do with these other movies, especially since a lot of these you have to like make up the sounds. Mm-hmm. You have to decide what's going to sound like where. With music, I feel like it's so, already done. Yeah, I mean, if you're yeah, it's already mm-hmm. done. Like if you're in a concert, you know what it well, sounds like. I, don't I guess know. so. Th- this comes from someone like I've I'm in a band, you know. Um, there they've used a ton of the original content, but they there is a lot of actual playing over it to make it sound like like when they're recording the guitar solo for Bohemian Rhapsody like the actual song within the movie mm-hmm. um and I can't remember the guy's name but the guy who who is the lead guitar player and he does the Brian May Brian May yeah Brian May <laughs> and he's uh he's doing it in like uh you know Freddie Mercury in the movie is like, all right, it's real good, but it doesn't have enough of you in it or whatever. And he does it again. He does it the way that it is in the song. Um, and that like is actual like guitar playing. And they, when they play their live stuff in the movie, you can see that a lot of it is the original, but they throw in enough stuff to make it seem live. Like things that you can only pick up at a live show hearing it. And that's, and I picked up on that. So I think they did a great sound mixing job but I don't know if it was worthy of winning. So, yeah. But I did think it was impressive. That was one that, like, I guess I was less mad at the sound mixing than sound mm-hmm. editing. I just thought that was... But let's get the film editing, which I, I, I'll, I'll say right now, <laughs> as <laughs> someone who has watched many movies and edits mm-hmm. a lot, this is, from what I've seen, and I don't know if this is history, but from the shows I've seen, this is the worst movie to ever win Best Film Editing. Mm-hmm. When I walked out of that theater, I all I thought was, it wasn't bad, but it was edited a lot like how like an old school Adam McKay comedy was edited. Mm-hmm. Or something like that, where sometimes it's really choppy. But it was mm-hmm. in this movie. It wasn't done to comedic effect a lot of the time. Sometimes it was just needlessly choppy. Everyone keeps sharing that scene from the internet, mm-hmm. and yes, it is a bad, terrible scene. If you watch it, when you see it in the movie, you're like, "Oh, this guy. Who is this guy? Why is he so threatening? Why is he being set up?" This it's the whole scene mm-hmm. because of the editing. Is on the park bench Have you seen it? Yes, yeah, I don't. It know. is <laughs> when you watch it in theaters. All you think is when that guy approaches and the way they have him established and. The very weird way they have the camera set up, it was one of the more obvious moments where you're like, yeah, this was definitely uh, where a director was directing it, and then he dropped out like mm-hmm. midway through production. This must have been one of the days where they just kind of had nobody, because mm-hmm. even with the obvious bad green screen, or what looks like a green screen, mm-hmm. it just it is the worst scene in that movie, and... There's times where, like, yeah, the transitions are nice. They do some real cool mm-hmm. effects here and there, but that's more of the visual work. That's not really editing. Yeah. The editing itself, I mean... Well, that's that's why... So I don't know if it deserved the win, but I think 
that got close and that it won or that it was close to the top of winning. Um, I'm kind of happy because like I don't know if you listen to Unspooled at all. I do not. It's like a, it's a podcast on Earwolf that they go over the AFI list. Um, and uh, they're talking about the Oscars and how it wasn't a good edited movie, but because of the director crap that was going on, mm-hmm. like basically everyone knows that the I don't know whose name his name, but the editor for that movie basically is the the truest director of the movie. Like he kind of saved that movie from yeah. probably what must have been a mess of dailies. Exactly, like. and so it's like, dang, like he must have had such crazy stuff to work with, and like everyone just kind of respected him enough to win. Where it's kind of like. You deserve it, man. <laughs> you know? And so it's like, maybe he didn't deserve to win, but that it got as many votes as it did, I think. I'm glad. Because well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's right. He's basically the editor, the director. If anyone's out there, movie. like, after it wins the award, shitting on... His name's John Ottman, and he's mm-hmm. edited a lot of movies. I mean, if people are out there shitting on him right now, like, he should have won. I'm like, that is not the guy to be pointing at, mm-hmm. like... It pointed at the the academy or the people who clearly don't know how a film should be edited, and I get yeah they gave it to him because you know he was really saving the movie. Yeah, that's the credit we should be giving him to save a movie. But, to save a movie credit, but it was not. having a, a award named after him. <laughs> but it's like, but just watching that scene, that one scene really does kind of sum up what the majority of the editing problems are in that movie, where it's there's many. I feel like there's many people in his ear about who they should be cutting to, and I feel like he had nothing to work with. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what you guys think about Avengers Infinity War not winning for best visual effects, but I hear that everyone on Twitter is mad about it. And then, I don't know, the space movie one. And when I say space First movie, man. I mean not Star Wars. <laughs> I didn't see First Man, so I, I don't... I heard it was super boring. First Man was boring, if you want to hear it from me. And uh, I, I, and even with the special effects winning, I'm like, yeah, and the space movie wins every year. And when you see what they had to do to achieve a lot of the effects, it's like, wow, I liked the way they approached the effects. It wasn't always um, done on the computer with CG. A lot of it sometimes mm-hmm. is project, like projection screens and such. They... I, I like that part of it, but I don't think it was the most visually pleasing of the visual effects movies. Mm-hmm. I would, I would probably, if it was me, I would probably have voted for either Avengers or Ready Player One. From what I see, I still haven't seen it, but... I, people might think I'm crazy, but I actually, I kind of wanted Ready Player One to win. I, that was actually my favorite... And I know people have complained about how the movie looks, but I was like, I don't, I enjoy it. I think it has a good look. I like that they had to create this entire environment. And I, just from what I've seen from trailers and clips and stuff, it look. I like the way it looks. They do a, an explosion in that movie where they destroy like this big tower of trailers, and that was real. That was a real effect. That mm-hmm. wasn't completely done with uh, computer graphics. So. Mm-hmm. I appreciated that movie, and I mean, even if you watch, like, Christopher Robin, like, the lifelike stuffed animals in that movie, yeah. it's like, yeah. mm-hmm. I'm, it's fine that First Man won, but I think people need to calm down about Avengers winning. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. The, for me, the Avengers, the most impressive scene that I was like, man, this looks so cool, is when they first zoom in, when you first get introduced to the Guardians of the Galaxy, um, 
that, I don't know why I said of the galaxy, like you guys didn't know who the Guardians were. <laughs> you know, oh, the Guardians. Guardians. Not of, the, the, of the galaxy. Not, not the rise of the Guardians. Okay. Um, yeah. But, uh, you, you're, uh, the camera's like coming in through space oh. as it zooms in on their ship and, and on them all singing and stuff. And I was like, man, some of the visual, just of that space shot looked really cool. And then when Thor's like getting his new hammer and stuff, there's a lot of really cool effects. But the actual like war part was kind of, didn't impress me effect wise. It was actually kind of choppy. Very and then much what I, we've I really, seen yeah, I really before. liked the fight scene on what was his planet called? Titan? When yeah, Titan. When they're fighting him and like Doctor Strange is doing all the weird mm-hmm. crap and Spider Man yeah. and stuff. It looked good. Was, I thought that looked really good. I think there were parts of it that were really awesome and Thanos himself, I mean, of course, was obviously where they put the most care and time. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but for me, Avengers Infinity War still has like the weirdest of all the Marvel shots, and that's where like <laughs> Doctor Strange is in his like like cape, and it's flying through the city, and all these uh, like lampposts are all bending, and there's a real quick shot of them all bending while he's zooming past them, and it's one of the ugliest looking and uh, cheapest looking mm. shots I've ever seen in any of the Marvel movies. I'll find it afterwards. But when I saw it in theaters, I was like, <laughs> this is going to be the whole movie, isn't it? And it's not. So I was like, oh, it was just that one. It's just, it's not really even that it's bad effects. It's just the coloring's off and it just, we can move on from mm-hmm. that. I don't know. <laughs> it was just well, weird. Yeah, I, I did like Ready Player One's visual effects, but mainly just like the first 15 minutes and the last 15 minutes. Which is very common for most of Spielberg's movies, <laughs> um, but uh, that's the only reason I think Ready Player One should have won. Probably I didn't see First Man, but I did from the shots that they sh- shown, like where the the shuttles like breaking the sound barrier and stuff. The effects looked way less digital, and they look a lot more organic and analog looking, and like they have like a graininess to them, not like an over sharpened instagram picture like a lot of digital stuff is on like you know infinity war or um ready player one but it looked like i don't know like the most realistic for an effect i guess and the first man trailer so i can't remember what else was nominated i know the winnie the pooh movie christopher robin and uh was isle of dogs no no i don't believe so i think it was uh solo was Oh, but yeah, I I remember that, and not thinking it was. So. I mean, Roma won cinematography. This was a year where there were two black and white movies nominated for cinematography. Mm-hmm. So, and that did was, you see Cold War? I did see Cold War. I didn't see it. I wasn't. Was it good? I wasn't too into it. I was. I feel like I was promised something that I didn't really get, hmm. and what I did get, I was like, "This is okay," but it's not. It's not nearly as good as a lot of movies that are similar to it. Yeah. Um, but cinematography, I was like, Roma, that was the best part of Roma, was mm-hmm. the look of it. Um, best original song. Did you see when they performed Shallow? Like, they didn't even introduce it. They're like, you all know what this song is. You mm-hmm. all, and we, and they, they even shot the song and the performance like, this is the one that's gonna win. And then like, Lady Gaga and Bradley Cooper almost kissed Someone kept making jokes about I thought they were actually dating. Well, I mean, he's got a wife, and she was sitting in the yeah, front row. I had so no idea. Be, I thought they were dating. Someone said, that's going to be a long ride home. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, glad. I'm glad Lady Gaga finally won an Oscar, because she's been nominated for uh, 
She was nominated for the song in the past and lost to that Spectre song, and I'm that was ooh, hmm. that was dumb. <laughs> what what song? Uh, the Spectre. one from Spectre that was done by I forget what his name is, Jack but Boyd? no, he did one for Casino Royale. That's a, yeah, which is a good oh, song. Good. That one, Alicia Keys. I, I love that, that oh, yeah. opening in general. <laughs> mm-hmm. I had that on like every iPod I had forever. Really? Yeah. <laughs> what is? It's in my Power Blues playlist. Good. <sighs> Sam Smith, writings on the wall. I just yeah, yeah. that's not a James Bond song, and it's also not a very good song alone. Um, okay, well, we can move on to some, uh, different stuff. Like, we got some writing going on. Mm-hmm. Were you surprised by what won for writing? Read off the... Some nominees for the adapted screenplay were The Battle of the Buster Scruggs, Can You Ever Forgive Me, If Beale Street Could Talk, Star is Born, The Winner Was, Black Klansman. I don't know if Star is Born should have been nominated, having that it's been adapted four times. Mm-hmm. I'm like... I feel like you're getting a lot of, okay, this obviously works, and this part obviously doesn't work at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think Black Landsman should have won with all those choices. Buster Scruggs was pretty impressive, I thought. I mean, I didn't read it, obviously, yeah. but from what I could tell, I was impressed by it. felt very, very uh, immersive, I guess, for a screenplay. So. Like a cowboy spaghetti western feel? Yeah, just with everything seemed like... Enough to be an interest, more interesting story than just your everyday, you know, Clint Eastwood western, mm. but also very much realistic. Especially the one where the the wagon train one, oh, yeah. that short story. Like for me, the the writing portion was so impressive for that one. That so, but it was just I was just so enthralled with the dialogue, which is basically most of that. So yeah. I still haven't seen it. It's good. Battlebuster I've been missing out. So it's worth I, it. I gotta watch it eventually. It's real worth yeah, it. Looks- um, but no. Best Original Screenplay, the uh, nominees were The Favorite, First Reformed, Roma, Vice, and... For Original? Yeah. And then the winner was Green Book, which, man, I think it should have went to The Favorite. Mm. Most easily. of the people I heard said it shouldn't, Green Book shouldn't have won. Nah. The and favorite or... Uh, Vice? I hadn't seen Vice. There was another one. Uh, Roma or First Reformed? First Reformed. I, I think that one also would have been mm. a pick of mine. Even though it's essentially, <laughs> it's very similar to Taxi Driver, weirdly enough. But not like... What was First Reformed about? That was about uh, Ethan Hawke, and he's a priest, and uh, I'm not going to spoil oh, that, that was, that was one that. of your last movie honors, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I talked about it, and it's I said good. that, weirdly enough, it was similar to Taxi Driver. And what do you know, it was the same writer. <laughs> but uh, character is similar. But I, uh, I would have much rather seen either of those one, or even yeah. Vice. I mean, just because I do enjoy Adam McKay just sitting down and writing about modern history mm-hmm. and retelling it and being like, this is what happened. I think Big Short was better, but, you know, I, I don't even know how, what his involvement was in the Big Short. I think he wrote it. Adam McKay? Yeah, I mean, I know he directed, but I don't know if he wrote that by himself or if it was mm-hmm. even nominated. Should have been if it wasn't, but Vice, yeah, I don't know. I picked Roma because I thought Roma would win. After. For original, yeah, and after maybe it wasn't. I mean, I don't know. for what it was, you know, with I wouldn't give it was... the writing category at all, but it was yeah. nominated, so I was like, well, maybe I'll yeah. win. The favorite was very impressive, and then um, last first reformed, last reformed, <laughs> the last reformed. That'll be the sequel. Second reformed. Um, the thing that 
made me super happy. I mean, best supporting actor. We all knew it was going to go to Mahershala Ali, and I mean, deservedly so. If you see that movie, it's like, yeah, it's mm-hmm. the whole reason to see that movie is just to see him acting with Viggo Mortensen. That's mm-hmm. the only reason. The rest of the movie is just kind of like you've seen it before. Yeah. About you see, black people and white people were all pretty much the same. That's the, it's like, the South. That that is that that is this movie, and I'm like, mm-hmm. well, seen that before. Like it was where somebody online said, "Wow, I can't believe it," but uh, Spike Lee managed to lose to another uh, Driving Miss Daisy all these years later because mm-hmm. in 1989, that's what he lost to, and mm-hmm. I was like, that is weirdly true. <laughs> like, and that's weird that 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 storyline, that very that because that is so similar to that movie. Mm-hmm. That storyline just keeps coming back at him. Like, not only are you going to lose, but you're going to lose to a movie like this. Yeah. And he was he was visibly ticked. He, yeah. he was trying to leave after that, <laughs> after Green Book won. Um, but uh, Mahershala Ali should have won easily. Mm-hmm. I was so happy that Olivia Coleman won for the favorite. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for Glenn Close because this is her seventh nomination and not winning. Mm-hmm. And she was sweeping the awards, but I was like... Did nobody else see Olivia Coleman like mm-hmm. in that movie? Like she was someone else completely. Like and she had the best acceptance speech the entire night. Like it was just hilarious. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm not going to be up here again. So like very, she, very natural <laughs> comedy. Like she seemed yeah. like a real person. Yeah, she's uh mm-hmm. she's the lady cop from Hot Fuzz. If you mm-hmm. didn't know, mm-hmm. I I always remember her from that and. uh <laughs> It is a it is a stark contrast to what she does in the favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't I didn't see if Beale Street could talk, so I don't have much to say about Best Supporting Actress at all, really, mm-hmm. because even the nominees, Amy Adams was fine in the Vice, and I would have rather seen one of the people from the favorite win, Rachel Weisz or or Emma Stone. Yeah, yeah, I was banking on either of them. I couldn't decide which one I liked more though. I would have probably picked Emma Stone because Rachel Weisz has more of a flat performance, even though she's a manipulative character. It's like supposed to be that way. But... Yeah, Emma Stone just had that much more. She had enough of Emma Stone in her, which is cool. Mm-hmm. But she still had, I don't know, the scenes where she has to like sneak around and stuff, and like where she's messing with that guy. I can't remember his name, but yeah, I don't know. I, I would have picked one of them too, but I didn't see Bill Street either, so. Um, and then we got director, which went to, of course, Alfonso, which, <sighs> of the group we have here, I, I mean, I would have rather, because Spike Lee got nominated for Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. I would have loved to have seen him win, just for being in the industry for the last 30 years and making so many movies and being such mm-hmm. a, um, I think important to film itself. Uh, but he won for screenplay, so they weren't going to give him that. And Adam McKay, I mean, of course we'd all love to see him win director, just because the guy who directed Anchorman now has an Oscar for directing. Like, that'd be awesome. <laughs> um, but I think my the one I really wanted to win was Yorgos Lanthimos mm-hmm. for the favorite, just because he's done a lot of wacky stuff in the last couple of years, and I'm like, that would be such an awesome high climb right there. Mm-hmm. Did he win stuff for The Lobster? I don't even think he was nominated for anything for The Lobster. Anything for The Lobster? I, I thought he so. won something, or the stuff was won for The Lobster. I think, well, I think that movie kind of came and went for people when um, it came to award season. I could look, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure it 
was mostly ignored. Mm-hmm. What about was, Sacred Deer? Did that one get much? No, that got like nothing. nothing. That one was so divided. It's weird because yeah. he made like two really weird movies. Mm-hmm. And then the favorite, he's like, I'm going to make another really weird movie, but I'm going to dress it up mm-hmm. as one of those art house period pieces mm-hmm. that will win all the awards. And what do you know? It's winning all the awards. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel like, I feel like he tricked everybody. Yeah. And I think it's yeah. amazing. He's just some smart Greek guy. Because <laughs> <laughs> after his last two movies, I, I was kind of like... Hollywood people. <laughs> I wasn't into him after those last two movies because I was like, it just mm-hmm. seems like he's trying to tick people off and trying to annoy yeah, people. I but liked now, it so much. I but, liked it because he's just doing that. But after the favorite, I'm like, I, I know what he's doing now. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's literally he's tricking people, and now mm-hmm. he tricked the entire Academy into nominating yeah. his movie. Well, that movie you would take seriously up until like the dance. There's like a ball dance, right? And they're doing all these <laughs> modern dance moves, and I'm like, <laughs> what is this movie like? He is trying to be weird still. Like, he's just sneaking these little stuff in where... Yeah, I don't know. But you know all so those, good. like, art house nuts are probably watching that movie. Like, the, the meaning of this scene. And I'm like, dude, the dude's messing with you. Like, yeah. come <laughs> on. Like, you gotta see. He's probably just yeah. laughing his ass off. Yeah. Of course Alfonso won. Yep. Uh, was he it. not gonna win? I mean, he, he he's won before. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a great director. It was a good directed movie, too. I think it deserved it for directing. But after he won director, I was like, he's not he's not going to win, it's not going to win Best Picture, is it? Mm-hmm. Because I never thought it was going to win Best Picture to a point, because it's a Netflix movie. I'm like, Hollywood mm-hmm. leads, they don't like Netflix, because mm-hmm. it's killing the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know, what do you think was going to win Best Picture? I mean, I, I was kind of thinking... Best Picture? The favorite yeah. was I, it was between Rome and the favorite for me. I was hoping Black Klansman, even though I haven't seen it. Yeah, I, I would have loved for Black Klansman, but I knew it wasn't best picture material. I think I thought the favorite or Roma was, but because it's there's both such artsy. Like I said, the favorite is like making fun of it. <laughs> I really but want to see the favorite. It is now. worth it. So I after listening to Unspooled, like that that podcast, they. I didn't realize, like, how politically divided the Academy is, of how there's, like, young people and old people, Mm. and, like, the young people are more, like, the liberal crowd, and how it's the young people that would vote Roma to win, because it's this artsy movie, um, and it is on Netflix, but then there's the the older crowd, the more conservative crowd, that voted for Green Book, Mm. that they only voted it because the younger crowd were telling them not to vote for it, and it was, like, kind of like a... (laughs) No, even though we're like, we've been around, it. we can still vote for what we like, and we like Green Book more, and so we're going to vote for Green Book. As like a middle finger to the younger people. <laughs> but then that ended up snubbing movies like The Favorite, you know? I I liked Green Book. I did. I enjoyed the movie. But watching the movie, I'm like, this is yet another movie where white people watch it, and they think, yeah, this is exactly what it's like, and it makes them feel good about themselves. Like, yeah. we have figured out race relations, mm-hmm. when I'm like, I don't think we have. It was a weird case where that movie was up against two other movies that were kind of the complete opposite. Mm-hmm. You had Black Klansman and Black Panther. It was never going to go to Black Panther. No, that I was not going to happen. It because it is a superhero movie, the only reason they voted for it was because they knew every single person on the planet would be ticked at them. Because I don't see those Hollywood elites, like you said, the old crowd, picking that movie for any other reason. Mm-hmm. 
But I mean, I think it's. I'm glad it got nominated, but like I'm that, not. I feel like the only reason they did was because people would have been ticked. Exactly. Black Klansman. I don't know. From that list, I, I wanted the favorite to win, but the only thing that was holding it back was that it was kind of a weird movie, and I think the audience, I think the Academy last second were like. Has he been just tricking us this whole time? Like, I don't know. I think a lot of those older people probably didn't eat up that movie as much yeah. as the artsy crowd did. And I, I don't know. For a while, I, I thought Roma would win, but... And I had that even listed on my final list. I was like, they'll probably give in to it because they've been picking boring movies mm-hmm. like Spotlight and uh, Moonlight in the last couple of years. Spotlight and Moonlight, that's weird. <laughs> but, like, they're, they keep picking kind of more boring movies and not... You know, art house features. Yeah. But the only thing holding it back was Netflix. But I was like, what's going to happen is it'll mm-hmm. win, and the next year they're going to change the rules so Netflix movies can't get nominated. <laughs> really? I would have... I think if if Roma had been released in theaters, it would have won Best Picture. I kind of wonder that. I, mean, I wonder... Yeah. I, I would bet on it. Because The Favorite didn't win, I would have bet that, the, that Roma would have. Because it took itself so seriously. Especially, like... I mean, it won a lot of awards in general, you know, Quran for Best Director. Um, but even though it wasn't my favorite film at all, like, I, I just know that, like, the, I mean, the reason I was on Netflix, too, it wasn't even just because that's, like, what's hot. It's, like, because no one would have seen it in theaters, like, as, as many people, you know. That's, it's a Spanish film, you know, with all Spanish and black and white and not a ton of... <laughs> climax you know in the trailer so yeah not that many people have seen it and Quan just wanted more people to, to see his movie it seemed like he cared more about people seeing it than winning the award mm-hmm. if he would have been like no I just need another Oscar like I'm gonna put it he would have put it in theaters but he's like no I just want people to see and it's like kind of his story too in a way so it's like a lot of his own personal I don't know it makes I, sense. I just don't think he was probably even thinking about the fact that if he put it on Netflix, it might hurt his chances because mm-hmm. he was probably thinking, oh, this is better distribution than just trying to uh, get someone to throw it into a bunch of art houses mm-hmm. because that movie would never be a box office. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it was never going to happen. But, well, like, I've been comparing it to, like, Buster Scruggs, which I suppose you haven't seen yet. Mm-hmm. Like, you guys have seen it, though. I saw it. She hasn't. If you guys think, if that was in theaters do you think that that wouldn't have had a chance anymore no and that's what i'm wondering like you have the irishman coming out and that's gonna be netflix mm-hmm. like is that and that's scorsese who only has like one oscar right like <laughs> you're now, like confused by the, that like right yeah well and then <laughs> don't worry it, it, you're with everybody else the now. green book guy has two <laughs> oh my god yeah that's <laughs> more weird. than scorsese um, Valalonga has yeah. more Oscars than many, many people, yeah. including Spike Lee and, uh, as you mentioned, Martin Scorsese, yeah. <laughs> which doesn't make any sense. But, uh, like, The Irishman coming out on Netflix, if that same thing applies, if this is, like, one of his, you know, his passion project because of the people who are in, who's in the movie and stuff, mm. like, if that'll have hurt chances in the Oscars. Um, but then also, like... I don't know. I it's I don't I don't know Scorsese's reasoning for putting it on Netflix. Buster Scruggs, I can see why because it's a bunch of shorts and it's not really a full movie yeah. per se. There's not really a three act 
Yeah, there's no... It's it's just what it is. So that makes sense to go on Netflix. It's like a... It could have been a series. Um, But... And like I said, for Roma, it makes sense why it's on Netflix. Mm. I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen The Irishman yet, but I don't... I have no idea why a lot of these, like, big, big big-name directors are putting their movies out on Netflix. I think the reason with The Irishman was the fact that he could get the money to make it then. Because okay. I don't think he was finding the money in any other avenue. Now, mm-hmm. why he can't just use his own money, because, I mean, it's Martin Scorsese. You're telling me he doesn't have money. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I've never understood that part of it. I'm sure there's some detail to it. I've mm-hmm. also heard the good old phrase of you never put your own money into a film. And, yeah, it's like if you can get someone else to pay for it, it's like, sure. <laughs> but me why Zoe did it. That's true, and he made one of the best movies ever. Everyone <laughs> sees it still. Mm-hmm. But, like, true. <laughs> I can kind of see Trying taking money from Netflix because getting money from Netflix to make your movie will also mean you're getting distribution for your movie mm-hmm. and that you're going to get the highest amount of viewers. Okay. And if we also notice, did you see that trailer they showed during the Oscars? That... Just the bullet bouncing? Mm-hmm. But just the three names, four names? But did you notice that it's going to be in theaters for a week? And I'm guessing no. that was part of Martin Scorsese's terms... I'm sure Netflix is also jumping the gun just mm-hmm. in case the Oscars start to change the rules a little bit more. Because mm-hmm. I could see them with Netflix starting to win some Oscars. Yeah. They'd be like, you know what? Uh, not not eligible for Oscars anymore unless you have a one-week theatrical run. Because oh, right now okay. I think the rule, all it is, is it needs to perform um, to a public audience at New York and in L.A. I mm-hmm. think there's more rules than that. But basically those are the two big ones you have to well, What about Roma then? Because Roma was in theaters. I don't know if it was well, for a full week. Well, no, well, that was. was that was shown at festivals, and I'm guessing it was shown at festivals in New York and in L.A., mm-hmm. and then Netflix bought it. So that's how that worked. It wasn't produced by Netflix. Irishman mm-hmm. was produced by Netflix from the beginning okay. and is being put on Netflix. They, they own the movie. It's mm-hmm. their movie. So I don't know. I think that might be an interesting case just because Martin Scorsese and that cast it will be impossible for them not to get nominated. Because, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I, I don't want to just say the movie's going to be good, but it's going to be good. It, mm-hmm. End of story. You can't put all those people together <laughs> and not come out with a good movie. It's yeah. not going to happen, people. It's going to be a good movie. Um, but but I, think, I think this time around, Roma, I, I really do think, I think the Netflix part might have hurt it. Mm-hmm. But even the movies it was up against, I don't know. It didn't seem like the high... Because... Like, A Star is Born, it seemed like that one just kind of crashed after it premiered. I think it might have came out too early, October, rather than during award season. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vice just, I think, was sort of the bottom of all of them for everybody's list. Really? Even though I liked it more than a lot of movies, Mm -hmm. I think, for everybody else. Bohemian Rhapsody. Black Panther? Yeah, because I I, I think a lot of people wanted Black Panther to win. I think a lot of people did. People are dumb. Bohemian Rhapsody was the one where I kept coming back to it and I was like that one's gonna win isn't it yeah. that one's gonna the whole world's gonna explode because the way the Oscar process works it's not like you just pick one movie and you know that's what wins best picture you rank everything mm-hmm. and I was like in theory if everyone else picks a different movie for best picture which if we know anything about the Oscar voters there's a lot of people probably picking Green Book as number one and a lot of people picking Black Panther or Black Klansman is number one. Um, and then everybody, since Bohemian Rhapsody was so, like, kind of loved by everybody, everybody was just okay with it, cool with it. Mm-hmm. Imagine if everybody just picked that one as number two. I'm like, in theory, then, that movie, could, that movie could win. Mm-hmm. And I was like, holy crap. <laughs> I started thinking about it. I was like, 
that movie's gonna win, isn't it? It's yeah. it's gonna win Best Picture. Because it won the Golden Globe, I was like, that is a big deal. I didn't even think it'd get nominated for Best Picture, and here it is. Mm. So, part of me was thinking that might be the one to win, just because it was just loved by everyone. It was such a general audience movie. But they did go to Green Book because they feel better about themselves, I guess. Has anyone mm-hmm. seen Green Book? Nope. nope. We're gonna... I, you've seen it, though. Right. I think it's alright, mm-hmm. but... I mean... Not Best Picture. I don't think it was... I, if that movie would have came out in, like, March or February of that year, you know, one of the early movies, I would have forgotten about it by the end, and most mm-hmm. people probably would have. It's the fact that they knew when to release it, and they had Herschel Ali in it, which I think helped a lot, because mm-hmm. he has won an Oscar before, mm-hmm. and he's been appearing in a lot of good stuff. He was supporting actor for Moonlight? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, which is weird. He's only one for Best Supporting Actor ever. It's time to give him that. Which, even if you watch Green Book, I guess he's not the main character, but mm-hmm. he has such equal screen time to Vigo Mortensen, mm-hmm. it seems like. I think he's what killed Luke Cage. Because, like, he was so good, I think he outacted the show. Mm-hmm. And they, <laughs> when they killed him off, I mean, which was huge spoilers for Luke Cage, <laughs> season <Finally> one, <laughs> um, they kill off him like halfway through the first season and then the second half is so stupid yeah i think they didn't anticipate him being so good <laughs> that's yeah that they're just like well we have nothing to carry the show ever the character's flat compared to that guy and like he outacted it and killed it because he was too good he was too good i uh I, i've always disagreed with that i've always thought that I, I I still like the second half of the season, and I I think it made it really surprising that they killed him off just because he's so good. But this isn't a TV podcast. Yeah, but I mean, not. yeah, you're right about that though. I'm just saying him as an actor in he general. Too, he was too good. He is too good. Like he, he, <laughs> he is. I'm glad that he's. I mean, because he's relatively new to Hollywood, and mm-hmm. like I'm so glad that we have someone. Except I did make fun of his hat a little bit. <laughs> I called it phallic shaped. My dad, my dad kept looking at it, and he's like, that's a winter hat. He's like, why has he got a winter hat on right now? Mm-hmm. He's like, that's a hat I wear to work. I it was... looked like a microphone cover. Yeah. I... With a uh, phallic It was notch. a Fabini. So, yeah, it was a Fabini. <laughs> I, do, I do believe this. I, I think a black person can wear just anything and somehow pull it off. I yeah. don't know why, but it's it's true. Mm-hmm. I feel... Because, like, there's a picture out there of LeBron James, and he's in... It's like a suit, but he's wearing a black sweatshirt over it, and he's just wearing his Nikes, and you're like, no one could pull that off, because it'd look weird. You see him in it, and you're like, he looks amazing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, he looks amazing. I don't know why. We uh, were talking about how the the best dressed person there, and just the best part of the Oscars was John Mulaney. Yeah, he had the best <laughs> suit. Yeah, because it was like, it looked mm-hmm. like an old school couch that he was wearing. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> he worked it so well. He's too likable. He should be... I don't know why they just don't make him the permanent host forever for the Oscars. For if they're going to have it, just have John Mulaney forever be. Have him... We were talking about making him the president of the Academy. Because yeah. they, they brought out that super old guy. Yeah. That's like the president of the Academy. And they're like, what if like... Because they announced it and it was like really big, but then just some old guy walked out. We're like, what if John Mulaney came out? For like, and he's like, yeah. yeah. It was me the whole time. Yeah. And like, he's just been like the president of the Academy for that long. I love John Mulaney. Uh, but at the end of the night, uh, Green Book uh, won Best Picture. Bohemian Rhapsody ended up winning the most awards, which I didn't see that one coming. Mm-hmm. Well, that was Oscars 
2019, which ticked people off. People maybe loved the show. Some people thought it was boring. I thought it was overall really good. I I look forward to next year doing another, uh, hopefully another show with no hosts, because I think it works a lot better. I hope mm-hmm. Whoopi <laughs> hosts. Everyone thought she was going to secretly host, since she's been oh, yeah. off the view for the last two weeks. Yeah. Well, it was originally going to be Kevin Hart. But then there was, like, some controversy thing, so he dropped out, and then it was going to be The Rock, but he had scheduling conflicts, and then, yeah, there was the rumor about Whoopi, who was secretly going to, but she didn't. So. I think it would be just hilarious to have Donald Trump host, because he's not seeing a single movie nominated. So, I but think he's always hilarious. yelling about them all. <laughs> I just love it. Just him, like, him standing, but then, like, looking at the movie poster for the first time and just guessing what the movie's about. <laughs> he's, like, in the front row. Black Panther. <laughs> he's in the front huh. row of like the yeah. chairs and like when they announce the winner he just yells wrong yeah wrong <laughs> fake news he yells from the front row <laughs> black clansman that doesn't make any sense <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> just disqualifies it <laughs> the favorite spelt British nope <laughs> um I don't think he can be in an award ceremony where his there's a movie called the Trump Prophecy released this year, he's like, can we watch that quick? Someone just throw that on. <laughs> Someone turn those lights off. Um, we, we're we're at an hour uh, right now. Wow. Yeah, we actually did fill up an hour. Good job, end. guys. But uh, what 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 do we do? What 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 do we do now? Get the good planning. Are we still? Do you want to still do both of the games? We can. We could do last movie on Earth for sure. Okay. I mean, right. Uh, did you plan this uh, game specifically for the Oscars? Though? I did, so we should do it, shouldn't we? I, I think well, we, we should. Well, we can do both. We can do, I mean, right. we can do both. Should we... I do the same rules as... We can end with Last Movie on Earth. Okay. Um, should we do the same rules as we did last time, or should I do the updated ones? I like the old ones. Uh, yeah, we'll... we'll do, do... The old rules is, like, whoever gets the most letters wins, and we keep going, but yeah. there's some hard movies on here. Well, we'll... See, if we do whoever gets a letter right wins, Justin is going to win without yeah. a doubt. No, Unless I mean, me and Zach maybe. get, like, stupid lucky. I haven't heard of two of these movies. Three of these you movies. You haven't heard of them. Really? I've never heard of them. Oh, no. how, how is that supposed to work? Okay, well... we'll see. Welcome to the show where Goldus makes things up in his head. It's true. I had to make up a whole letter for this. I'll let you know what letter it actually is, though. Well, this, if we go around three times and we don't figure out the letter, we have to... It's time to move on. Okay. And I'll give you lots of hints after, like, the second time or third time around the table. All right, so, uh, oh, yeah, we never came up, I was going to come up with a better name than the Watchmen game. It's this game I stole from Doug Loves Movies. Yes, he does all games. And, like, I do most <laughs> of my games. Except for Last Movie on Earth. That's a Chloe original. You're welcome. Um, but this game on Doug Loves Movies is called ABCD's Nuts. Um, but I'm sure once we edit, because this is our, our own version of the rules right now, so it is our game. Uh, I'll come up with a better better name. For now, it's the Watchmen game. Um, but what I'll do is I'm going to have you guys, or I, at least I'm going to spell out a word. Um, the word is the Oscars. For each letter, we'll go around the table, and you guys have to take turns guessing what movie I picked that starts with that letter. So for T, for the, for Oscars, you guys will guess T names. And there is a theme that runs throughout all of these. And if you guess the theme in your head, it'll be easier to guess the rest of the letters. Um, if you guess the most letters, you win the game. Is it? Is it? Is it Oscar winners? Uh, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, okay. But there is a theme. So, um, who wants to start? 
Chloe. Twilight. Nope. Titanic. Nope. Terminator. Nope. Twilight, New Moon. Nope. <laughs> T2. Nope. Wow. I'm okay, guys. A lot of Twilight, a lot of Terminator. <laughs> Train spotting. Nope. <laughs> Alright. Uh, hmm. There's a month in the title. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we gotta think of months now. Where's T? There's no T month. February. <laughs> <laughs> August. I was thinking all the T months. I was like, wait. October. Um, the November man. No, nope. I can't even think of anything that has. This is a movie I've never heard of before. Well, that's. Good. Okay. But, I mean. The Hunt for Red October. No. Oh, was... Why do you I keep guessing? We're going around a circle. <laughs> well, I'm looking. Hold on. I'm, I'm thinking of stuff that we'll go around the table twice more, and then I'll just say it. Uh, there's a month in the name. Yes. Can we get another hint? Um, this month has, which most of the months I guess have <laughs> ties to uh, Roman, Greek, and Roman mythology. This one particularly to. A god with two faces. Oh. <laughs> two faces. So, so, something something in January. Okay. Well, but how do we figure that out? Because I don't know. <laughs> the January. It's <laughs> no, not it. <laughs> I, I, how many words is it in the title? <laughs> uh, five words. What? Dude. <laughs> I actually gave you guys like... The movie. To be or not to be January. No. <laughs> Tuesdays. So it does start with the, but the the T there's another T in it. So that's why I thought Total it. abandonment of January. No. <laughs> if you guys haven't guessed it, there's cool. no way you will. I'm sorry I had to. What okay? is it? The movie is The Two Faces of January. Oh, oh so you, you literally did, gave you, <laughs> I gave you the name. That's what I was what? like on accident I said this guy has two faces. Oh, what guy has two faces? Janus or Janus. January. He sees the beginning yeah. Roman year. god. I think he's more Greek, Roman. He's, Roman. he's he's January, I, so yeah. I would have known it if it was he looks Greek. forward and backward and at the older person, He didn't have a Greek uh, counterpart. So. I don't know any Greek Um, The next letter is H. However, I could not find an H oh, movie no. for not? this theme. So the letter is D instead. <laughs> It is H Wait, for the So you had to know D. you had to have known <laughs> that the two faces of January fit into the theme. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I who are you so today? Good. Okay. Alright, D. December. Nope. <laughs> There's no <laughs> Wait, D. I thought you said it was He changed. I just it said couldn't I couldn't find an H word, so oh. <laughs> the movie struck to the D instead. So it's the d- d- Oscars. <laughs> To the Oscars. <laughs> the Oscars. <laughs> to the yeah. Oscars. Okay. The D is silent. Dick Tracy. Nope. <sighs> Donald Duck's 50th birthday party. Damn it. Yep. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys Daddy, should just be naked. Daddy Daycare. No. Donnie Darko. Nope. Dunkirk. Nope. It's one word. Dumb, dumb. Dave. Nope. Nope. We're going around dumb, a circle. Nope. Yeah, Justin went, and then it was my turn. We're all just saying. Uh, no, this is a critically acclaimed movie. 
That doesn't help. I said all the critically acclaimed <laughs> D movies. There's no, other, there's no nope. other critically acclaimed D movie. This one is. I'm pretty sure it is. Well, oh, now you know you're sure. <laughs> yeah. Dumb and dumber. No, it's one word. One word. Meet Dave. Oh, it's one word. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't <clears> obviously <throat> own that D movie. Well, that's annoying. Um, shoot, man. This is the hardest game I've ever played. Yeah. It's not the oh. Drive. Yes. Oh my god. It's Drive. You do own it. It's right there. Well, I didn't see that one. <laughs> Alright. There's so. our H movie. <laughs> That's our H movie is Drive. <laughs> Alright. E. The Elephant Man. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> just, Elmo. Do you guys just name them without having to look at no. the I DVDs? Yeah. I don't Epic. know enough movies. Epic? No. E.T. Nope. The extraterrestrial. Nope. You're close-ish. Huh. Oh, I was gonna guess eighth grade. Nope. Okay. What? How would I be close? There, there's no other E movie. <laughs> there's so many E movies. <laughs> We've named them all. <laughs> uh, so this is two Enter words. Enter the dragon. <laughs> two words. Oh. It's not Enter the Dragon. Um. Although the first word starts with an E, the word sounds like another letter. No, I don't like that. <laughs> For the listener at home, I'm raising my eyebrows up and down. Creep. Like, like a freak. We need to stop looking at the shelf. Yeah, it just slows us down. Edge of tomorrow. Well, it can't be nope. that, because it's three words. Uh, so, I mentioned how I used to watch Oscars... With a girl I was dating. Mm. But we're not dating now. Mm-hmm. So, she's not my girlfriend. She's my... Ex. Ex. <laughs> <laughs> Whose turn is it, first? I think it's Chloe's turn. It's probably Chloe's turn. <laughs> <laughs> no. It starts with an E. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> oh, wait, it's two words. Ex-wife. No. Really? Okay. It's two words. Two words. First word is X. Oh, I think I know. <laughs> it's your no. turn. Isn't it? Close turn. It's close? Your... We ain't taking okay. turns. Is it X Machina? Yeah. What? Oh. X Machina. Well, well then. Alright, so we have the... T D E. The next word is Oscars. Oh. Oliver oh. and Company. Nope. This is a, a movie I've Sorry. also not no, seen. We're not. Open season. <laughs> nope. <laughs> two words in this title. I said two words. <laughs> it is open season. <laughs> Learn to count just. Over the hedge. <laughs> nope. That's three words. I know. Um. <laughs> I was literally gonna say open season. I was like something oh open open season. Oh, oh. It's the only movie that's ever on my mind. Um You guys uh, uh you guys remember that sweet ass game from when you were a kid where you're like Bzz. oh crap. Operation Bzz. Oh. Finale. Yes. Aww. Okay, I don't know what that is. 
Well, I, I, wait, me either. I, I, don't, I don't know how we can do one together. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give us each half an oath. Yes. I guess. <laughs> Operation Finale was the one with uh, with uh, Oscar Isaacs, and they were going after like one of the final Nazi mm-hmm. uh, guys who was big in charge of the concentration camps. And they like hunted him down. They found him, and they had to like interrogate him. And it was like a post-war thing, yeah, like hunting like, down war after, criminals. Because they were from, jeez, uh, I think they were from. They, they, I think they were from like a different country. Uh, this was years after the war, mm-hmm. and they were like tracking them down because they were part of like this, um, one of the more important like Jewish countries. I think it was Israel. I think that's where they were coming from, mm-hmm. and uh, they were sent on this mission to hunt him down because they got like a lead about it mm-hmm. it was a, it was an interesting movie it wasn't great hmm. we, I know the cover looked cool it had like glasses and there was like a swastika cracked in the lens mm-hmm. yeah. alright the next letter is an S Sully nope Super 8 nope Superman nope Nope. This uh, has a title and a subtitle. Superman for the quest for peace. <laughs> nope. Um, <clears throat> remember, theme can be many things. What does that mean? <laughs> like, I know, I was, like, last time we played, my theme was they were all sequels. Oh, yeah. But you guys thought they all were wars. Okay. So those are two versions of themes. Theme really just means there could be anything connecting these movies together. Any sort of connection. That could help you guess. Well, I don't know most of them so far, so... Yeah, same. Um, the Scorpion King. No. Are, are you staring? What, what are you looking at? Is it there? I wasn't looking You're for looking it. You're looking at it. I was looking. Okay. I was thinking and looking past The Sandlot heading home. Nope. Trying to think of a good hint. Suburbicon. No, that almost made the list though. For the S. Oh, that's cool. Is there two S's? Um, nope. Just yes, there is. Yeah. Well, so there's another S. The Oscar. Are you Oscars. Make, like, another... But it's actually a D. There's <laughs> ever <laughs> the rest of them are D's. No. <laughs> um. Suspense. Sicario, Day of the Soldado. Mm-mm. I said Sicario. No, no, whoops. That's a different theme song. It's not Indiana Jones. Um, it is Superman. Superman Returns. No, it's not. Ah, I was just listening to the soundtrack. Why am I not okay. thinking of the theme? So it's, so it's a John, um, John Williams. It's John Williams. Um, performance Superman. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Why can I not? I wasn't thinking. Now I have Indiana Jones stuck. Star Wars? Empire Strikes Back? Nope. Star Wars Return of the Jedi? Nope. Nope. Star Wars Episode okay, 1 is got Phantom Menace. <laughs> Chloe, I know you know Star Wars movies. You should be naming them I as fast. <laughs> None of okay. them have been named yet. Uh, Star Wars. I don't even remember what ones you guys said. Well, said Empire, Return of the Giant. Yes. Really? <laughs> it was oh. the last Jedi. Well, wait, 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 wait. What was the T one again? What, what did we have for T? The T Two Faces of January. And did that? What year did that come out? I don't know. Oh well. <laughs> that's not maybe, part of it. Maybe that's not. Maybe maybe I'm wrong. 
Um, maybe That's I'm... a good idea. I don't know. Perhaps. I think I'm right. I don't know what year it is. Okay. I think when I looked, it was 2014. Every movie okay. has a new It was a new one. one. <laughs> I was thinking that every movie was released in the last 10 years, but... That's a pretty... I mean, that'd be a loose theme. I would do something well, more you know, for you guys. Well, you know, Lewis is... I'm, I'm making the HD, so... <laughs> I'm, at least I war- told you. <laughs> I could have just not told you. The- <laughs> Let's go to the next one. All right. Uh, see, this one I've never heard of. <laughs> That's not right. Jesus Christ is a, not it. You should start out with a hint. Alright. Um, we probably don't know. So this movie... Cats Don't Dance. Nope. Uh, Caligula. The Cat Creeps. Cat in the Hat. The, <laughs> the Black Cat. I don't know. That starts with a B. Well, it's a cat. I know it is. So, this is um, part one of two. Hmm. Um, Bill two Bill movies <laughs> directed by Steven Soderbergh. Oh, that is. Crap, I don't even know. I forget. Are you a Soderbergh fan? I mean, I know of his movies, but he's made a lot. Like It's mm-hmm. like every time I think, oh yeah, I know all his movies, you find out he's like ten mm-hmm. more. 2008, he directed two movies. Then he made a combo movie, kind of like the Kill Bill, Whole Buddy Affair deal. Kronos. Mm-mm. That's a K. It starts with a K, though. No, well, actually, it starts with a C in The Incredibles, I think. No, I think it's K in The Incredibles, but it's also K? C, I thought. For Kronos? I think they oh, usually do is... Okay. I think they go back and forth. No. No, I, I think you're wrong. It's two, two Cs. I'm, I'm, I'm not wrong. Right. It's an X. I, I think I'm you. just going to give it to you. <laughs> okay, uh, that sounds fair. I actually don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Che? C-H-E? Oh, you're talking about Che. Yeah, Che. Yeah. Part about, one. About that. We never would have yeah, gotten totally that. Che. Thanks. That was my next. Thanks, yeah, I actually watched it. Y'all yesterday. welcome. This is a fun game. That was my next. No, right. I love this hey. game. Hey. Is the none of us know? <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. None of us know Star Wars. Hey. Aristocats. No. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire, um, Vampire Hunter. I wonder who is in all these movies. Okay, I don't. I only know like two. Of them. It's an actor. It's it's a lecture. Abe Vigoda in Good Burger. Wait. Okay. What Warwick Davis. Have we done already? Two Faces of January. Mm-hmm. Drive. Mm-hmm. Ex Machina. Mm-hmm. Operation Finale. Star Wars: Last Jedi. Che part one. Okay, Star Wars is literally the only one I've seen. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should see Ex Machina. I know. I want to. It's, on my list. it's so freaking good. I'll borrow it to you. I have it on DVD. It has to be seen. All the King's Men. Nope. Um, Wait, did you get the theme? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Obviously. It's an actor. I don't know. I haven't seen All the King's Men, so I don't know if that's in the theme. All the right moves. Nope. American Beauty. Mm-mm. One word. America's Psycho. Nope. One word. One word. Uh, Annie. Nope. Amadeus. Arbor Day. 
That's two words. <laughs> Amadeus. As far as I know, one director has directed two movies on this list. One of them I've already named off. Oh, that that helps. <laughs> you know, that only helps that Justin. Only helps Justin. <laughs> only helps Whenever it comes to directors, not help me. Um, I like, don't even know. It's a 2018 film. Mm. Oh, really? Uh, yep. I probably saw it then. I just don't remember. An A movie. That's mm-hmm. a 2018 film. Why release? Mhm. Early in the year. Earlier in the year. Not not crazy early. In the first half of the year. And man, that's and the wasp. Nope. Oh, shoot. It's and the wasp. <laughs> Avengers. Nope. That's Infinity War. The same guy directed. Oh. Okay, it's one word. Mm. The lead. I don't know what would be the better. What's what is it? The lead was um. Wow. Can't remember her name. A good hint. <laughs> a woman, female lead. Okay. Annihilation. Yes. Oh, there you go. Oh. Same person directed Ex Machina. That was my one of my hints. I don't know the thing. I went. Uh, all right. I haven't seen this movie either. <laughs> <laughs> Requiem for a dream. Huh? Requiem no. For a dream. Three words. Um. Oh, well, it's not Ready Player One. Nope. <laughs> I just did that. Um, is it a known movie though? I've never heard of it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'll find out. Okay, so, oh man, you guys remember a movie back in the day? This isn't the movie, but I'll help you get to the right movie. Um, Remember a movie back in the day when? um, uh, Now it's slightly controversial, but back in the day, it was a good middle finger to jocks everywhere. In the 80s. Oh, okay. Revenge, Revenge of the Nerds. You're close. Revenge of the Sith. Minus of the and anything else. The revenge. First, yes, but three words. <laughs> Just has, rever- <laughs> it has revenge in it. That's the R. <laughs> so no of or the. Yeah, no, no of or the. Revenge is sweet. Mm-mm. Revenge is kind. Nope. Revenge. Is it revenge colon something? No. Revenge 4? That's four words! Revenge for Christmas. Revenge for... Santa. Revenge for Holly Jolly Christmas. You're so close. Revenge for Jolly? Yeah. Have you heard of that before? That's what it's called? That's the movie. Revenge for Jolly? <laughs> yeah. Dude, <that> <laughs> How is this... Fi- What's the description? Okay. Is the theme movies Hunter doesn't... I thought work? maybe, like, Justin would get some of the harder ones, but... Dude, Revenge for <laughs> Jolly? Like, I don't know. That sounds like... I don't know. That sounds like a killer okay. snowman movie. Okay. Ooh. The next word letter is S. Wait, can you... The read theme. The, can okay. you read the description for Revenge of Jolly? The the movie description. Yes. Oh, yeah. uh, let me find I it. need to know. If it's something really disappointing, I'm gonna be sad. <laughs> you won't see it then. All right, it's a 2012 movie directed by Chad Harbold. 
And it's got a very, very impressive cast. Oh, yeah. Um, Brian Petzos, Kristen Wiig, Elijah Wood, Oscar Isaac. Um, the trailer, the tagline, Dog's Best Friend, Man's Worst Enemy. Harry is having a very, very bad day. He returns home from an all-night drinking binge with his cousin, Cecil, to discover that his little dog, Jolly, Harry's one true love and source of light in his dark, solitary life, has been murdered. Broken-hearted and beyond consolation, he vows to track down the dog's murderer at any cost. Armed with a stockpile of firepower in the trunk of his car, he and Cecil embark on a frenzied, alcohol-fueled wild goose chase, leaving a bloody path of, and then it cuts off because the other box doesn't name, it. but it doesn't help me much. For S? Just might. Hmm. Sounds like a cool movie, though. Sideways. Nope. <laughs> Stop raising your eyebrows. <laughs> this doesn't give me an idea. It feels like you're trying to... I like the look on your guys' faces when you see the look on mine, though. So. I know the theme. Let's try to think of an S Two words. Saludos amigos. Nope. What? <laughs> what? That's a movie. What was the first thing you said? Saludos. Okay. It sounded like you said. <laughs> 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 I'm just making up words. If you can't say it right, I won't tell you. It's right around. Um, Zach, you think you know the I theme? Know the theme. Spider Man Homecoming. Nope. I 100% know the theme. Scott yeah. Pilgrim. Nope. Two words. Uh, if you know the theme, I do kind of want you to. No, I, won't, I don't want to be oh, too it's, biased, it's, but it's slapshot. Um, this movie was. I'm trying to think of who the lead was. It's a female lead. I can't remember her name. Um, These are some great hints. I know. <laughs> it's not sucker punch. It is sucker punch. <laughs> <laughs> so you got it. What the hell? <laughs> I know the theme. Good job, actually. Man, I just high five Zach. It's funny because I told you guys the theme at the beginning of no. the. <laughs> what was the theme? I remember. Like, no, you didn't. Do that. I went back to it. Yeah, Oscar Isaac. Every yeah. movie has Oscar yeah, Isaac. Oscar. Oscar. Oh, that's <laughs> Isaac. And he was one of the members in that one movie. In Star Wars? No. Uh, Operation Finale or Che or something? No, you oh, were reading you're off reading the, the cast the, list yeah. for Revenge of Jolly. Jolly. Yeah. When you said Oscar Isaac, I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. I guess I got who anybody could have came up with that. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Now you're, now you're on him. <laughs> <Wow>. Zach won. <laughs> Zach won, okay? I got half of one, so I would have tied. I'm sorry. Something. I know there's a lot of hard ones. I, like, he had 52 movies. I'm like, I got to be able to find letters for all of these, but I couldn't find an H movie he was in. <laughs> so I went Drive. I went with. I'm like, maybe these guys have seen Drive. Okay. Most of them, he was within the top three to five top build actors of each movie. So I figured. I so like, I forgot he was in Sucker Punch. Wait, what the mm-hmm. hell was the T? I, for, I keep forgetting what the T. The T was, was Two Faces of January. Okay. What is that? Uh, I can look it up. Well, we should move on to our last movie on Earth. 
if we're gonna. I'll throw go it first because I know everyone's gonna get it right away. So get your pants. thinking caps on. Yeah. Y'all ready for this? Get your pants strapped up. Okay. Strap your pants. So, are we? Do you want to? Did we introduce? Last oh yeah. Um. So at this part of the show, <clears throat> we play a little game called Last Movie on Earth. And uh, it's a little game that we just kind of came up with. Um, we'll go around the table and describe to each other the last movie that we saw. Um, and everyone else has to try and guess it. And if we do, we get a point. If no one guesses it, then the person who is um, describing their movie gets two points. And this um, these points get added to a chart that we keep episode to episode. Justin, do you have the standings in front of you, my, my fine man? I do, in fact, have it in this Noise. book right here that I actually have on me this time. Bring it. And that would be, uh, we have 23 points for Chloe. We have uh, 25 points for Zach. Uh, we have 39 points for Justin. And we have uh, 35 points for Hunter. I had to do quick math. I don't have them all mm-hmm. tallied up at the moment. But all right. Well, how many points did Zach and Chloe each get for that last game? Uh, we're not counting that. <laughs> get out of here. I might just help them. We're not counting that? No. It could be handicap no. points for them. <laughs> well, you get okay. a half a point. Handicap If it makes you feel better, I got nothing. So. Uh, well, just came up with I a dope-ass game. I got, I got That's a all I need. and a half, and <laughs> Chloe got two and a half points. <laughs> two and a half All on my own. So you barely won. You we beat get, me by a half. He's like the only actor in Hollywood with Oscar in his name, though. Yeah, I, know. <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, maybe I could do like a Sesame Street movie because Oscar the Grouch, isn't it? <laughs> like, but I didn't want to do only movies with Oscar Isaac or Oscar the Grouch. <laughs> it's like the only theme. Anyway. Oscar from The Office. Uh, okay, so they all have Oscars in them. <laughs> That's the thing. I typed, in, I typed in Oscars, and there's only like one main actor, and then like editors and cinematographers and stuff. So I'm like, no one else would guess any other Oscar. So, anywho, last movie on earth. Mm-hmm. You going first? Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Okay, this is going to be way too. Like, the first two words, you guys are going to get it. So, can I read like the the bold part and see if you the guys get it? The tagline? Yeah, sure. See if you guys get it from that. You probably will. Infiltrate hate. Black Klansman. Yes. Oh, oh so you yeah. watched it since. Okay. Yeah, it was so like hard movie. not saying anything. Yeah, you nailed record. it. That was so good, dude. Yeah? I loved it. Wow, so you... <laughs> Wait, let me get this straight. You avoided the whole Oscars <laughs> talk, <laughs> the whole episode, About Black to save it for the <laughs> last movie on Earth. Every time I was I like... still added it. Hey, did everyone see Black Klansman? Uh, Zach's in the corner like... <laughs> <laughs> that is so good. Well... Damn it! Well, what are your thoughts on the movie? <laughs> Where did it <you> <laughs> I feel like this could add a whole another fifteen minutes onto our actual episode. <laughs> That's good though. Uh, it made me want to like search the actual people mm-hmm. like involved with it, and Topher Grace was the perfect casting for yeah Duke. Mm-hmm. Like he looks exactly like him. exactly like Duke Nukem. Yeah, Duke Nukem. <laughs> He's scarier yet is a Topher Grace played him in that movie. Just this chill, relaxed KKK leader, yeah. and now he's playing in a different movie. He's playing like a priest, mm-hmm. and it's just like the same performance. And I'm like, it's 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 just him again. It's the it's, K- just it's, it's David Duke. He's now in, this, in control of this church. It all makes sense. Yeah, he's Venom. 
I love, oh, I I love the parallels with both like groups like the what were they like Black Panthers or mm-hmm. just like black rights activists Black Panthers yeah. yeah and then like they're both total extremes like fighting mm-hmm. against each other I thought that was cool I liked all the hints that Spike Lee like threw in about like today's stuff even though he had like, like that thing at the end with like mm-hmm. all the Donald Trump stuff but he like sprinkled it in throughout the movie like we'll never have a president like that yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say I thought they had a joke like that yeah, mm-hmm. I thought that was good it was such a good movie yeah, it was it was, it was such a fun buddy cop movie actually it's funny yeah. that in mm-hmm. the end it's like it's just a buddy cop movie and I love mm-hmm. that <laughs> but it's so cool I mean because it's not like a city one it's like a rural looking yeah I don't know but not it's not like noir woodsy looking it's like just a sweet Colorado. Yeah, I, I like felt... I like the wife, <laughs> the yeah. clan wife. Yeah, who, like really wanted to be part of it. <laughs> Man, I want I miss that movie now. I want to watch it again. So yeah. good. I've never seen any other Spike Lee movie. It's the only Spike Lee movie I've one. ever seen. I do want to see Malcolm X. I know that he did that. Yeah, I want to see that one too. Yeah, I, I feel like after I watched Selma, I wanted to watch Malcolm X really bad. But yeah, I get. I probably give her. Four and a half or five, even. I don't know. I'd have to mm-hmm. watch it again. I think I gave it but four or four and a half. Yeah, so, very really good. good. And Denzel Washington's kid, real good. Was it? Mm-hmm. Oh. And it, it sounds exactly like Denzel. The I, way he I talks and everything. I didn't, like, put it together. I never yeah. thought about it. So I, I guess if I watched it again mm-hmm. and, like, listened to it. His, Denzel Washington has more of, like, a street voice. Mm-hmm. But his son has way more of, like, a... You could tell he had like a voice training coach or something growing up. Yeah. And he's very articulate, you know. And it kind of reminded me of Sorry to Bother You when he was really? like on the phone all the time. Like, kind of, yeah, I guess. Well, that was the only thing. And like he talked really like proper English, not yeah. jive, I guess. Yeah. So it, like it would just, I would just think of Sorry to Bother You when he yeah. like goes into the <laughs> Starts the talking voice. in Tobias Funke. I can't remember his real name, but. Anyway, yeah. it was a really good movie. Yeah, real good. Cool. Moving on. Oh, I can go, I guess. Um, this is The Friendship of a Lifetime. As Hiccup fulfills oh, his dream How to Train Your Dragon 3. Uh, how to Train uh, Your Dragon Hidden World. Oh, yeah, that's it. Oh, I mean, it's not 3. It is the Hidden World. I'm sorry. I, I have to give it to the subtitle. It's not three? Or it's, is it it didn't go, it went with a subtitle. It's just mm-hmm. How to Train Your Dragon in the Hidden World. The only way I think I that's how points. you get points. I just swoop out mm-hmm. under, under. It's good though, it's a good strategy. <laughs> <laughs> no one else does it. <laughs> At least we, I do it, but it's never first. That was a good movie. Is it good? It was, it was a decent movie. It was the first was, two. I, uh, I, I was never a big fan of the series, but. Mm-hmm. The first two movies are good. And the second one in particular is really good. I love the first two primarily for the soundtrack. But they're a couple of my favorite animated movies. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't get emotional that often. Especially in animated movies. And How to Train Your, Train Your Dragon 1 and 2, like I'm on the verge of crying every time I watch both those I've movies. I've never seen the second one. It's real good. I, uh, I, I get very I emotional during all movies. It's a worthy sequel. So I, I of course got even emotional during the third movie. They, they mm-hmm. do stuff where you're like, oh, they're doing that. Mm-hmm. They do it well. I, it's it kind of feels like uh, 
we're just going on another adventure and it's not like they do anything new with it. Mm-hmm. It's not like the villains in particular are really interesting. But when they're going on like the big adventure to the hidden world, when they're doing the whole like traveling part. I always like that in movies, I don't know. Mm-hmm. When you get a character who's just going on some long journey or if you get like a, the entire town to go on this journey. I don't know, I think that's fun. Mm-hmm. So I I liked it for that. Kind of the chain. Not as good as the last two movies at all, though. Cool. Yeah. Um. So this is the movie I saw. The tender, heartbreaking story of a young man's struggle to find himself, told across three defining chapters in his life. Steve Jobs. Nope. As he experiences the ecstasy, pain, and beauty of falling in love, while grappling with his own, and then it cuts off. Does your letterbox do that for you guys too? Um, no Descriptions? Way. For me, it's been doing it all the time now. Hmm. It gives me an option to extend it, but it doesn't extend it all the way. Well, so you got half a description. You could Google the description. <laughs> Let me look at. I can look at MDB quick. Ooh, ooh, what year was oh, it I released? deleted the app. <clears throat> um, twenty sixteen. I know. I guess, but I'm helping you guys. Oh. Who directed it? Do you guys want me to tell you? Sure. Barry Jenkins. No, no, that is. He directed a little movie called If Beale Street Could Talk. Huh. That, that was not me. Oh my god. Mahershala Ali was in it? Green Book? It's not, he's not the lead. No. Uh, the top lead is Travante Rhodes. The second is Ashton Sanders. I hate myself. Alex yeah. Hibbert, Andre Harris, Naomi Harris. Yes. Good job. Did you like Moonlight? Yes, I did. I didn't want to watch it at first, just because what people told me about it, like it just seemed like, like uh, Oscar bait. Yeah, Oscar bait. So I was like, I don't have any. I'm not rushing to see this, but now I have a list on Letterboxd. Well, I don't know if you're doing the same thing too. It's on. I saw on Twitter like you. I made a list where it's every. The most popular movie from every year, and then when you watch that movie, you like replace it with the next most popular movie, mm-hmm. and so the Moonlight's seen. yeah that you haven't seen, and so Moonlight's been like the most popular movie of 2016 that I haven't seen for a while, and I finally now that I think it was Hulu, it was on Hulu for the first time, so watched it. Mm, yeah, I remember it being decent. I yeah. uh, didn't love it, but it's like yeah, three and a half stars. Uh, it's similar to other movies, but, you know, it does different stuff with it, was so... Was that the Get Out was released, or was that 2017? That was 2017. Moonlight, uh... No, that was twenty. That was the year before, and that's the one where it wasn't Best Picture for, like, five minutes, because La La Land won instead, and then they were like, oh, we got it wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you love when award ceremonies do that? I wish that would have happened uh, on Sunday, honestly. I wish, I wish, Steve, <laughs> I wish Steve Harvey... Did they ask? <laughs> That'd be so I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Steve Harvey and John Mulaney. <laughs> Together at last. Steve Harvey should just stay away from envelopes, honestly. <laughs> um, <laughs> Chloe. My turn. Can't wait for what obscure horror movie this is going to be. <laughs> she got it from Yahoo. What was the streaming service that Yahoo had? Yahoo know. had a streaming service yeah, for like a year. Because remember really? they bought Community and they yeah, like that's made how the last I, that's, season. That's the only reason why. I so know. Yahoo's like, we have a thing now. 
So you can watch the last community. season of the community. But like, now all communities on Hulu and yeah. the Yahoo thing isn't a thing. It was wow. a thing for a year. A year? Wow. Just for community. Yeah, just Worth for, it. We have the one show. Because like Yahoo stream. We're really throwing yeah. off Chloe's thing right now. Anyways. <laughs> We've been talking shit the whole time. When the quiet life of a beach bum is upended by dreadful news, he sets uh, off for his Blue job. Ruin. Dang it. Nice. Yeah. Wow. I was like, this will be safe because nobody's seen it. Yeah. How good is it? Is it good? I haven't seen it. I liked it. Really? I want to watch it again because, <laughs> I mean, I watched it on my phone, so mm-hmm. I got distracted a little bit, but it was really good. It had a lot of really good tension throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing, and, like, it's a revenge movie, mm-hmm. but... It doesn't, like, I don't know. I'm not usually a huge fan of revenge movies, Mm -hmm. but, like, this one was good. Comparing it to Green Room and Murder Party. (laughs) (laughs) I think I like Green Room. Green Room is my favorite. Yeah. Um, It's hard to beat. And I I like Murder Party just because it's so crazy. It's so nuts, yeah. This one is a lot more serious. It's still good, but it's probably Mm -hmm. my least favorite of the three. But that's not saying it's a bad movie. Did you see Hold the Dark? I haven't seen that. Okay. Because that, he's only done, like, those four, mm-hmm. really, so. Yeah, that's the one I want to watch next. Mm-hmm. But this one was pretty good. I'd probably give it a three and a half. Okay. Did you watch on YouTube or something? Netflix. Netflix? It's on Netflix? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. All right, I'm staying up That's tonight. why I told you not to go on Netflix. Oh, uh, yeah. The, the final standings are Chloe's at 24, Zach's at 26, Hunter's at 37, and Justin's at 39. Um, I feel good about that. I'm getting there. scared. Getting scared. Well, that was I'm our so overly long Oscars <laughs> episode. Whoops, mm-hmm. happens. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, though. And uh, we're, we're going to make Zach do his top ten eventually. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to get to it, yeah. but not, not tonight. For so. those of you who have been waiting <laughs> eagerly. I know you've been clamoring <laughs> yeah. for it. But yeah. next week. We'll see. Any we'll final see. words? <laughs> any, 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 any final thoughts? Do we have any? I mean... There's only been a few movies that have come out this year. Is there any, like, future predictions for this upcoming Oscars? Just from what you know is coming out. Irish again to win everything. Zombieland 2. No, actually, (laughs) actually, I'm wrong. This is... I'll I'll, I'll make this prediction. Mm -hmm. Quentin Tarantino has not won for Best Director ever, and none of his movies have ever won Best Picture. Mm -hmm. Hollywood... The thing they love more than anything is movies about themselves. Mm-hmm. And this year he's releasing a movie that's literally about Hollywood. Oh, so I kind of think this is going to be the year. Yeah. I think he's finally... Because also he keeps saying he's going to retire. And I think everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. I think this is the year where he'll finally win Best Picture. I think it's going to happen. Because mm-hmm. we all know that movie is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think he'll, he might win Best Director. And I, I, I really have a feeling he's going to win mm-hmm. Best Picture. I'll vote on him right now. So I, I right now that's all I'll, I will say because you know we don't even know what's going to be coming so, out. And I yeah, just, you don't. Do you think the Us, Lion King maybe? is going to be an animated film considered? Then uh, I think that it will be considered for nothing and be forgotten. Those are live lions. <laughs> they train them to talk. Honestly, if it was real animals, I would have been like best movie ever. <laughs> but it's not. Defy uh, nature. Itself. If it's great. It should technically be up for best animated feature. Technically, really? I think yeah. to a to a point, I think that counts. I mean, it's like Dinosaur. Dinosaur was made where it was re, uh, real backgrounds and animated characters, and they call that an animated movie. Lion King's the same thing. 
Unless they pull a 180 on us and they have human characters. Live humans in it? Right? That could happen. We don't know what time period They might be doing it. What if suddenly there's just like a like a ship going by and you find out it's like, well, I mean that's in Egypt. I was gonna say Lawrence of Arabia. I mean, I, no, it doesn't work. But you know, like, <laughs> what if we find out it's the future and everyone's evolved into animals? Sweet. <laughs> instead of instead of Mufasa dying by wildebeest, it's just like a poacher. Like Scar just like pays a, a human to shoot. Mufasa. Clayton from Tarzan. The paradise that Pumbaa leads him to that he loves. Um, is actually Wakanda. Yeah. And you find out it's all part of Marvel now. Um, oh my god. I'm just waiting for, like, the Baloo cameo. I mean, oh, yeah. the Sheer Khan that they had for the Jungle Book 2016 is literally the exact same tiger they're using for uh, that new Aladdin movie. I swear well, to god, you can it's just only, the same tiger. You can only make a tiger... So many ways. Well, and that's what I mean. That's what that comes to my big problem with all these movies. Also, why? Why do it? (laughs) How different did the tigers look? I mean, it was different time periods when they animated it, but it was—it's a tiger. No, no, it doesn't. That's what I mean. Then why? 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 The animated movies were (laughs) perfect. That's it. I'm gonna say it. They were perfect movies. Lion Uh, King is a nearly perfect movie. Jim Carrey's The Grinch is better than the original. Uh, We said it. I believe it. Wait, no, better than (laughs) Oh, we have it on recording. Shit. We have it on recording. Slow down. I thought you were talking about the new one. Literally can't take it back. No, screw that. I was saying, let me explain to you. I thought you were talking about the 2018. I'm going to edit this episode just so you can't take that part out. I'm ending the episode here. Goodbye. It's done. And remember, always beware the cinema swamp. Thank you for listening to the podcast. So, do you agree that Bohemian Rhapsody or Black Panther should have won so many awards? Do you think a different movie should have been nominated for all these awards? Do you think Green Book really deserves to be Best Picture? Leave a comment on our iTunes page. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at Cinema Swamp. Join the conversation and give us suggestions. Thanks for listening, and remember, always beware of the Cinema Swamp.